an artistic director of Bunnell Street Art Center. And on behalf of Bunnell's staff and board and members, it's a distinct pleasure to introduce Linda Lyons. Linda Infante Lyons was raised in Alaska. And um, I've always been really flabbergasted by her skill. She, she went to school um, in Chile. Is that right? Yes. yes. She studied art school. Art school in Chile and returned to Alaska. And she brought with her so much color and energy, vibrancy. And um, I'm fascinated by how you bring so many different worlds together in your work. And so I um, just would love for you to share whatever you'd like to about your process. And come over here a little tiny bit more. Because <laughs> like then the you're in here. perfect light. Yes, exactly. Okay, so thank so well, thank you guys for coming. It's been wonderful. Um, first of all, I want to th thank Asia Freeman and all the good folks at Vanel um, Art Center for their ongoing support. I've, this is probably my uh, fourth solo show, right? and, and there's, there's been, there have been uh, group shows as, as well. And one of the group shows are really um, sort of helped me hone in on something important um, in, in my creative practice um, was the decolonizing show, decolonizing Alaska um, uh, exhibition curated by, by Asia. Um, was it 2016? 16, 16. Yeah. Right, right. And it was um, a years-long year pro uh, project of Native and non-Native um, artists um, addressing issues um, of decolonizing you know, uh, a Native culture, a culture that, that has been re repressed and um, sort of substituted for Western culture. And it, it got me on this path of thinking about uh, my Native an ancestry um, I have, um, from um, the maternal side of my family, uh, Alutic um, heritage from Kodiak, Alaska. And it's my, my mother over here, <laughs> Carol Lyons. Um, she was born in, in Karlak, a uh, Alutic village on the west side of Kodiak, on the Shalakov Streets. <laughs> and uh, I was very close to um, my uh, maternal grandmother as well. We spent time in, in Kodiak with her. and. These are things that you, you absorb as, as a young person. And you know, with these artistic projects, they come forth, and you realize how important they are to you. And uh, when I first started out I, in the decolonizing show, the, one of my first uh, sort of icon-inspired um, portrait was of my great-grandmother, uh, Catherine. Uh, she uh, uh, was an amazing woman. She uh, only spoke uh, Russian and, and Alutic. And I don't mean only like in a pejorative sense. She spoke Russian and Alutic, and um, from what I've heard, she died at a fairly young age of, of tuberculosis, which was very common. So this is someone I didn't know, and then I, I really, um, sort of in, in honoring her, I created this portrait of St. Catherine of, of Karlik. And I wanted to reverse the, the roles here of, of, of this uh, Western culture, the dominant Western culture, and not erase that, not, not strike it away, but um, build on the structure of that, uh, that Western culture and integrate it uh, with the uh, uh, cultural practices of the Lutic people and uh, to sort of elevate, elevate that um, to a certain level uh, of, of equality. 
so that people seeing my work would uh, sort of feel that suggestion that uh, the indigenous beliefs of Bluetooth people, Alaska Native and American Native people are equal to Western, Western beliefs. So that was the very start of so this, this journey of um, creating these, these pictures, these portraits. Uh, over time, uh, year after year, I began to discover different things. <laughs> um, you know, you sort of deepen um, the uh, focus of, of the cultural background, the duality of, of, of these uh, world perspectives. And so the art, it means something different or, or uh, sort of widens that, that um, view of, of the artwork. And one is uh, of the duality of the Western perspective and the um, indigenous um, Alaska Native perspective of the world, the, those world views. And seeing that the Western um, colonial perspective is one that um, really creates a, a, a power structure in which you're creating uh, winners and losers. And winner takes all in, in this Western system, right? And also the belief that human uh, beings um, were cast out of um, paradise. We don't belong in nature, that we're separate. And that the, the world has is, is been given to us to use as we will. Uh, that is the story, the narrative, that comes from that Western uh, perspective. First, the, the indigenous, in which there is um, very little hierarchy. Um, everything is pretty much um, considered to be imbued with a, uh, a divine spirit. And if you want to see it as, as like a non-spiritual side, everything has the same value. And that means a rock, the water, the air, human beings, animals. We're all part of a, a big whole. Uh, the small pieces are a part of a, a wider world, and they all work together and are equally valuable. So those, those two, the dichotomy of those two perspectives. I realized that as I was growing up, that I just naturally, as a child, uh, with a kind of a free-range uh, childhood, spent a lot of time outside. Uh, the the world was alive. Everything was alive. Uh, that that was how I how I see the world. I see the world as, as my ancestors did, and and so my paintings over time uh, mean that much more to me. Uh, I really try to find that um, sense of unity and timelessness, uh, the sense of, of value. Like what what do we consider sacred? Uh, we don't always consider animals as, as sacred beings equal, equal to humans. And the environment of, of these um, animals are also, and, and humans, uh, are, are part of a, a bigger picture. And I guess in, in, in an aesthetic way, as far as uh, like the colors um, and the way that I paint these, I, I start out with um, a a colored uh, ground, a underpainting, and that, that color um, serves to unify all of the objects uh, in, in the, uh, the painting. And that, that it sort of aligns with that feeling of, of um, unified, that all parts uh, belong to the whole. 
So, like for example, this painting would have um, was paint, painted in orange um, background, and little by little, I uh, you know add in the other elements, but that that orange color uh, permeates through the rest of the layers and creates that sense of um, unity. And you know, little things like um, using a lot of soft brushes, um, I try to soften any hard edges. So nothing is, is dominant, nothing is the object of the painting. Everything belongs uh, where it should be. So really when I'm um, working on these, these paintings, uh, apart from the subject matter and the message that I have in my head, a lot of it is just trying to find that color balance, a balance of, of light, of, of shadow, of warm and cool. Uh, finding the, the uh, balance of, of um, neutral and bright saturated colors and trying to find neutrals. And to me that sort of brings that essence of, of the indigenous world's perspective of everything belonging in, in this picture. And the, the, the main message is, is that it, human beings belong as well. And we, we have been taught, <laughs> at least in, in the Western world, that we don't belong, we're bad, and you know, we've done some pretty bad things, but we are a part of this. And uh, I'll just finish with uh, a thought that, from something that I, I, I read in um, uh, Robin Wall Kimmerer's uh, book, Braiding Sweetgrass, which I recommend to all of you. She's an a American Native uh, botanist and indigenous uh, uh, culture bearer. <laughs> And she, um, in, in teaching uh, her uh, environmental studies students, uh, she asked them, uh, what, are, what are the good things or positive things, that, uh, or good and, and bad uh, aspects of human interaction with, with uh, the environment? And they all were able to, to list all the bad things, and not one good thing. And she thought, wait a minute, you know, I'm teaching you, uh, we're, we're looking at um, sending people out to, to solve the problems in the world. How can you do that if you don't have a positive image of our, our place in the world? So I really, that really struck me. And uh, I just had it on my mind as I was painting these paintings. And hopefully we can you know, maybe shift a little bit in our perspective. So if you have any questions, please uh, let me know. Can, can the the landscapes also relate to, to all of this as well. Can I say one thing? I know I said this yesterday. Mm -hmm. The first icon, St. Catherine of Carla, was actually purchased by the Aleutic Museum.